This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Sklansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And this week, we're going to celebrate some holidays. We're going to have yeah, some I... holiday cheer in uh, the town of Springfield. Yeah, and uh we're gonna we're gonna get some presents. Yep, and we're, we're also gonna, gonna se- get them stolen. Yeah, by ourselves. <laughs> we're gonna steal our own gifts. Damn it. Yeah. Probably yeah. shouldn't do that. Yeah. Uh yeah, this is uh I don't, the I don't holiday funny, episode. It is a holiday episode, and we're recording during the holidays, which is fun. Yes. But unfortunately you guys won't hear it until after the holidays. But yeah. maybe you'll reminisce about your holiday experience as you listen to this episode. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I can't uh, I can't think of in our own lives if we've ever had a Hanukkah ruined or known any friends that have had like a Christmas completely ruined. I mean, I can't. Yeah, I don't really. I can't really. I mean, I had technically I had a, a Christmas ruined. I use quotes because I don't I don't celebrate Christmas. Um, I know you you do because. You know, you, you're married to somebody who does. Yep. Um, but I got into a car accident Christmas Eve um, nine years ago. And uh, so that kind of ruined, I mean, obviously ruined my night. But, you know, Christmas Eve, not a great time to get into a car wreck. So if I was, if I did celebrate Christmas, I would have ruined my Christmas. But yeah, for me, I guess, was, I, I guess the only Christmas we've had technically ruined was Shay's family got sick. Oh. I think it was, is it actually last year? Yeah, I think it was last year <laughs> when uh, Shay's family got sick and they were like, don't come up here. Yeah. We'll, do Christmas, well, I, we'll, do Christmas, we'll do Christmas later. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yes, it got like the, the, the day, you know, the day got ruined because you guys couldn't visit. But, you know, um, but like yeah, Hanukkah for us um, never really got ruined. So, nope. I mean, always got we, always got celebrated. Yeah, always got oh. good gifts, and we still kind of celebrate it now. And for unfortunately, we don't get eight gifts anymore. We get like one. Yeah, Elliot gets eight gifts. That little bastard. Plus, he gets Christmas gifts. Everyone's always <laughs> saying that our family is the best for Elliot because he gets two. He gets eight presents plus another probably eight or nine from for for Christmas. Yeah, but I. But here's the thing, like. How many of those presents for at least Hanukkah and I guess Christmas are coming from in-laws between our parents and your in-laws? How many of those presents are from None for Hanukkah? Well, yeah, but for Hanukkah, no, because our mom buys Elliot gifts for Hanukkah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so mom does four and we do four for Hanukkah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys split it and then I'm sure Shay's parents buy him a, a, a decent amount of gifts for Christmas and you guys split for Christmas. Yeah, but he gets like two holidays. <laughs> well, he's a that's little the... bastard. <laughs> well, he gets, he gets two holidays. I don't get. Well, I guess I celebrate two holidays. 
But yeah, he gets way I, more presents. He gets way more presents than I do. Yeah, but that's because you're an adult. I want to be a kid. Yeah, be we kid. all want to be kids. So this week, it's season nine, episode ten, Miracle on Evergreen Terrace, which is an obvious reference to Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yep. Um, this aired December twenty first, the third. December yes. 21st, 1997. Uh, this is the last episode of 97 because we're in the holiday. We're, we're in the, the two-week holiday stretch. And this, you know, this came out right before Christmas. Three days, yep. four days. Good timing. Um, our recap, the town takes pity on the Simpsons, then are furious when they realize they have been fooled. Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. It's not the... Not the best recap they've ever done, but it's certainly not the worst. It's average. Yeah. Uh, we do get a chalkboard gag this week. And a Christmas Ru- chalkboard gag, I too. Know. Rudolph's red nose is not alcohol-related. <laughs> that we know of. That Dude, look, Rudolph got bullied. You don't know if he drank. <laughs> it is alcohol-related. Yeah, I, I think his bright red nose isn't magic. <laughs> it's booze. <laughs> It's booze because he got bullied. That's, yeah. Some people who get bullied turn to the bottle. Don't turn yeah. to the bottle if you get bullied. Go see a counselor. Uh, seek seek help with a therapist. Yes. And don't talk to those people who bully you. Um, our couch gag is not a holiday. Actually, it is a holiday. It is a holiday. Yeah. Uh, well, kind of a holiday. I, I winter. There's it's winter theme. Yeah. Uh, the family rush. It, it, well, it is winter time. Uh, the family rushes in, sits on the couch. Suddenly, the entire living room is pulled back to reveal they are inside a snow globe. And it is being held by two yellow hands. So, like, Simpson hands. Uh, the hands shake the globe, causing it to, quote-unquote, snow. Because that's what snow globes do. And we pull back into the living room. And the Simpsons look around and wonder at the flurries. I mean, if my living room got pulled back and shaken and... It started snowing inside my house. I'd probably be concerned. I would be concerned. I wouldn't be, ooh, look at the, I'd be like, the fuck? <laughs> and then I'd be pissed because then all of my figures would, would have fallen off the shelves. Yeah, right? Like, your house, your house would be such a mess, Steve. <laughs> yeah, it would suck. No, I'm glad I don't live in California. An earthquake would piss me off ooh. to no end. Well, yeah. Yeah, it would suck. You'd have to glue kinda, everything you know, down. You know, I kind of wonder if a majority of people who, like, collect things in California keep things in boxes because of that reason. <laughs> we should do a poll <laughs> in our group. Like, who lives in California and who is afraid of earthquakes <laughs> destroying yeah. all their figures? Yeah. All right. So this episode opens up with wintertime in Springfield. These are first winter episode this year too with snow on the ground right yep kind of jumped from uh kind of jumped around we had last episode it was uh real reality bites which i don't know if it really felt like a summer or fall or it didn't really feel like any certain season but no snow on the ground so they jumped straight they jumped smooth to winter yeah well bart Um, star bart star which is a few episodes ago would have been a fall episode because it's football yeah so they're in the time frame and so. Homer and Marge are driving and Homer hits the car to try and get the heater to work. 
Yeah. Never yeah. never had a bad heater in my car, thank God. I've I've never had a bad heater, but I've had bad AC. Yeah. And so Homer tells the heater not to make you come in there. <laughs> Don't make me come in there. <laughs> yep. Don't Homer, make me Homer turn this car around. <laughs> Homer and his threats, man. Yeah. So Marge asks Homer why he waits until Christmas Eve to do all his shopping. Because that's, that's what? what everyone does. But here's the thing. What Marge do all the shopping? No, in the last few... Well, think about it. In the last few Chris, the last two Christmas episodes, Homer always did the Christmas shopping. He went Which to remember, he went to the he went to the the I can't remember what it was in the first the um first episode where he got Santa's little helper. He went to go yeah. get Bart the or Maggie the chewy dog toy. Oh and, yeah. So but that was season one or season yeah. two. Yeah, but Homer I, Homer I, still did the shopping. That's so weird because like you know Marge being a stay at home mom running all the errands, you think <laughs> she would a either do the shopping or b go to Homer and be like, Homer, we need to go Christmas shopping so we can get the toys for the kids. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty last minute choppery too for holidays. Like we got Elliot's Hanukkah gifts about a week before Hanukkah. I mean, I don't really do gift giving. I mean, I, I have to text a, a friend of mine cause we might be doing white elephant gifts for new years. Um, I probably won't buy that until the week before. Yeah, see, everyone does it. So, uh, Marge uh, says the crowds are beastly, and Homer tells her she knows he craves the hustle and bustle. <laughs> Maybe. So Homer okay. kicks the heater now, because he's like, he's pissed. He wants yep. heat in his goddamn car. Kicks it, and it starts spraying snow <laughs> in the car. I don't know if that's how that works. Maybe. Uh, no. Also, it's only going on Marge. Oh. Yeah, he kicked it in a spot on her uh, vents. Not his vents. So Homer pulls up to the try and save. And uh, to save on time, he uh, triple parks in handicap spots. Jesus Christ. Well, what he's about to do, he needs a quick getaway. (laughs) Yeah. And I love how he, he, like, pretends to walk with a limp. (laughs) Okay. But here's the thing. A, he parked not in... Not not in just one handicap spot. He parked it in three. But I don't think he has a handicap placard. Um he's just hoping that if the cops see him, he's like, oh, he's handicapped. He's he's good. And Wiggum's an idiot, so you know. Yeah. Um and uh Marge and Homer go in and Marge tells Homer to look at the mob and all the good toys are probably gone. And yes, yeah. I yes, being you know, going Christmas shopping for, for Elliot, and I'm sure our parents had to deal with this growing up, because we were, we lived no. in an era, we lived in the era, and this obviously episode was recorded in the, yeah. this era, that shit was hard to get. Like, I, toys I, toys in the 90s were not easy to get. You had to get them early before they all went out, and they never came I, back. I will say, our parents probably had an advantage uh, some years, because Hanukkah you know, yes. changes every yes. year. So, like, if it was, like, a week or two before Christmas, they probably had more of an advantage, or, like, even the first week of December, they probably had more of an advantage to get that toy if that's what we wanted. Yeah. Opposed to, like, if it was during the week of Christmas, yeah, they were probably shit out of luck. I don't really remember asking for that hot new toy. I know you asked for the Tickle Me Elmo. Yep. 
The Tickle Me Elmo was the big one the year that I got that. Um, I I don't know if like Super Nintendo, I I don't, do we get the Super Nintendo the year that it dropped? I think we got it in 92, uh, which I believe is the year it came out. So they must have been hot to get that one. I know Uh, we got the Nintendo a couple years after it dropped, so that one probably wasn't as hard. Uh, the Super Nintendo came out in the U.S. in, I think, 92. Uh, it was released in Japan in 1990. Oh, so yeah, if that was the hot new toy, then maybe they had trouble. Uh, not trouble, but they got it, you know, before yeah. they were all gone. But, I mean, every holiday, every holiday is when, like, PlayStation drops, like, their new console. They always drop it in November. And the oh. Wii got dropped in November. I remember yeah. people getting so pissy <laughs> during the holiday. Do you have the Wii? Do you have the PlayStation 4? Uh, I'm like, but, uh, dude, they're not coming the back. Su- the Super Nintendo was dropped in North America in 91. So I believe we got it the year after it came out. So it was probably easier to get. Yeah. But, but yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember working at Shopco when the, Wii, when the Wii dropped. And they actually had me in electronics helping out back there for that year. And so many people are like, do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have it? And I was told we didn't have it. Well, halfway through my shift, there was a box in the area that had three Wii's in it. I probably turned away like 30 to 40 people saying we didn't have the Wii. And then, oh, no, we actually have it. Now, granted, it was three of them. So hey, You don't want to be in that fight. Well, they were behind the desk with me. Well, they would do. People would be coming at you. If you had like uh, five people at the counter and you only had three, <laughs> you know there'd be some fights. Yeah, maybe. But so like halfway through the shift, I finally realized we actually know we did have them. So three people got lucky and got got the Wii. But like, I don't feel I don't feel as bad about it because most of the people that asked would have gotten it at our store anyways. Sure. So, uh, so Homer has a trick up his sleeve. Yeah, he's, uh, he's devious. He goes yes. up to a register and announces to the shoppers that register nine is now open for their shopping convenience. <laughs> and obviously people are like, oh, cool. Yeah. So they put their toys on the conveyor belt and Homer's like, Bartle like this. Oh, this is great for Maggie. Yeah. And bags up a bunch of toys. He takes money out of his pocket, shoves it in the register it's like, bye, suckers. <laughs> yes. And the this register is now closed. <laughs> oh, I would have been so pissed. Oh, that's fantastic. I think one of them looked like an old school super soaker, too. I think that's the one yeah. that Bart would like, was the super yeah. soaker. I think he also took a hockey puck for Maggie. Yeah, so I don't know. It was fucking hilarious. That was that yeah. was fantastic. So now yeah. we come back to the Simpson house, and the dog is laying in front of the fireplace, which is going, while Lisa, Maggie, and Bart are watching... The, the log fireplace channel on a TV, which they rolled into the living room. Yes. Um, sure, they have a real fireplace. They can just curl up. I always thought that was funny. People that yeah. have real fireplaces put this shit on their TV instead of... <laughs> well, to be fair, you well you have a real fireplace, but I'm, a, I'm a no, assuming it doesn't you guys work. don't do. Well, oh. we have a fireplace. It don't work. <laughs> but But what I want to do, actually, I might, you know... Now that you talk about it, I might actually look into it this year. Um, they make a heater 
like a, a like a heater yeah. log thing that looks like a fire, but it's all you plug it in. It looks yeah. it's, it's basically fake, but it's still a heater. I was thinking about doing that last year. I never did. Might actually consider that this year. It could be fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we can't light a fire in that thing. Yeah. It would not be good. Yeah. Um. And so Marge comes in. She's like, hey, kids, I made your favorite cookies. Christmas trees for the girls and bloody spearheads for Bart. And <laughs> I have made these with Elliot and they are fantastic. They taste good. They're like real fucking cookies. We decorated yeah. spearheads. We decorated Christmas trees. And I'm definitely going to do it again this year. They are absolutely fantastic. You want to send some my way? Uh, sure. Cool. Um, so Lisa holds up, yeah. So Lisa holds up her tree cookie and you know moves it to reveal the real Christmas tree. The funniest part with the cookie. Oh, sure. Sorry, sorry. So yeah. So Bart Bart grabs his spear spearhead. You know he thanks thanks Marge for making them, and he stabs himself in the chest because yeah, that's what I did. I did it. Yeah. And yeah, Lisa holds up her tree cookie and reveals their Christmas tree. And Lisa likes the new Christmas tree because the old aluminum, aluminum one was so fake. Good. Yeah. And Marge, Marge agrees with Lisa, obviously. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen an aluminum. I'm guessing in the nineties, they probably existed. Yeah. I don't think they made any more. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty sure in the past Christmas episodes have mentioned this, but I definitely went to help out a couple friends decorate their Christmas trees because obviously we didn't celebrate Christmas and our mom, you know, wanted us to know about Christmas. Yeah. Like, because, you know, how many, Jew- I mean, we didn't know that many Jewish kids. So, like, a majority of our friends were, you know, Christian and celebrating Christ- Christ- Christmas. Christmas. Yep. So, yeah, well, they did a, uh, well, we do. You guys, have a, you guys have a fake tree, right? No, we do real every year. Why would you do real every year? You're wasting money. Yep. But I don't have control over it. I, I, I fight every year about it and it never, it's never going to work. Never going to work. It's always going to be a real tree, but like, uh, you could buy a fake tree for like 60 bucks and use it every year. Yeah. Nope. I know. I know. You don't have to, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I know these things. Money down the drain. Yes, I I completely understand. Thank you for beating this dead horse. I, I I'm not disagreeing <laughs> stop, with you. Stop, There's no fights. <laughs> uh, or or well, instead of spending the money, you could do what they do in that '70s show and and uh, take a tree off the highway, sure. cut down your own tree. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, we do real every year, and it's uh, it's it is what it is. We decorate it, but yeah. uh, the Simpsons the Simpsons new tree. I, it's weird. It's plastic, but the way that it's like designed, I feel like it's not just plastic. I feel like it's inflatable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So March is like, yeah, it's plastic all the way, and then she like tugs on the 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 tree, and it like boings a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's like like inflatable, not like yeah. plastic leaves and stuff like that. The way that it yeah. boings, I'm like, it's got to be fucking like, yeah, inflatable. Yeah. Um, so now we hear uh, footsteps on the roof, and Lisa's like, oh, "Bart, did you hear that?" And Bart's like, oh, "Could it be? Did, did, did they think it was Santa Claus?" Well, yeah, they believe in Santa. Yeah, but at that time of night, in this part of the country, 
And this account... flies entirely on their roof. <laughs> uh, and so they run to the front window uh, and they see uh, Santa and the reindeer decorations fall off the roof and they scream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then Homer falls off the roof, but he's entangled in the lights and Bart and Lisa laugh at him. Yep. I'm glad I don't have to. I'm glad. I did have to climb the roof this year to do Halloween decorations because Shay wanted to do a giant yeah. spider web on the side of our house. Yeah. But I am so thankful we don't have to do Christmas decorations. Oh, yeah. That's, uh... Plus, you know, you know, I was thinking about, about this the, the last night before we recorded this episode. There's a few people in my neighborhood that decorate with lights for the holidays. I was like, man, I'm so glad I don't celebrate Christmas and have to, de- and like, choose to decorate. Just because the electricity costs. Well, that and climbing on your roof and hanging up thousands of lights, which I just yeah. don't want to do it. No. Uh, I used to help uh, my buddy Ryan and his folks do it at their house every once in a while. But they would always do it before, like, it got too cold. So, yeah. Um, and so, Homer, you know, Homer eventually falls all the way down. So, he's, like, dangling from the roof, and then he falls. So, he's fine. Uh, and Homer walks inside, and he's like, hey, kids, come, let's take a look at the lights. And so they go outside, and Homer plugs in the lights, and um, yeah, it's a mess. Yep, it's it, and, and the house is the house is taking on some damage. And Bart's I, like, I do like I do love the detail of the snow yeah. where Homer slid off the roof. Yeah, that was like, great. That was really good. It was good detail. And Bart's like, yeah, Homer, it's craptacular, and this <laughs> is where I got craptacular from. <laughs> Um, uh, and so, uh, so now they're all back inside and Homer and the kids are, are doing what, you know, you do with presents. You pick it up, you listen, you shake them up and yep. you, you try to guess what they are. And I love Maggie, like picks up one of her presents and it moves. Yeah. And then she has like a shocked look on yeah. her face. Like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whatever uh, this is, it's awesome. Yeah. And so Bart takes a present from under the tree and holds it up to his head. And shuts his eyes as Lisa watches. Bart's like, hocus pocus, mucus pucus. My powers of deduction tell me you're getting a handmade sweater. <gasps> Possibly? Yellow. <laughs> Lisa's like, mom, make him stop. Bart's like, Bart, put down that yellow sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Why would she tell? Oh my gosh. <sighs> you don't tell the kids what you're getting. But I know yeah. we always... Always picked up her presents, tried to yeah. guess what was in them. Well, here at, at some point, I feel like when we were like, like maybe when I was in fourth or fifth grade, I maybe you were doing this a little bit earlier. We knew where our mom kept the presents. Yeah. So I, like yep. at some at some point, we knew what we were getting. Like we we saw. I do remember. I think the I think it was the year you got your first snowboard for Hanukkah. Because you got one for Hanukkah, right? Yep. Yep. From our mom. I remember, I think I remember seeing it in the trunk of her station wagon. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I remember she used to keep her presents in there too, in like the the, the, hall, clo- the hall closet. But like, there was no place she could hide them without us finding them. Yeah. And she usually got us the stuff on our list anyway. So yep. it wasn't a huge surprise. Um, so March tells them, no one is to go near their presents until 7 a.m. the next day. And the, and, the, and Homer and the kids are like, aww. Or he's like, 
7 a.m., no earlier. It's like, and you can't set your alarm clocks because I have them. <laughs> We're going to celebrate Christmas as family for once. Yeah. Yeah, I'm why sure a lot here? of families want to do that. Yeah. But here's the thing. If I'm large and I know that the kids, you know, like to wake up er- like earlier to, to open up presents, why not just set your alarm for like 6 a.m.? And get up so, early. I don't know. She wants to sleep in. It's Christmas. Yeah. I she mean, that's no, fair. I mean, they don't have school. Homer probably doesn't have work. They they yeah. want to sleep in. Yeah. So um, then we hear. So you know, she's like, "Yeah, celebrating with family." And there's a knock at the back window, and I say, <laughs> and he's like, "Is anyone home?" And Homer like sneaks up to the window from like the kitchen. And closes the blinds on Grandpa. Oh, Why is he always out of the home? I don't know. They like, lack security. Like, seriously, I love every time there's, like, a family-type reference and Abe's always left out. Yeah. It's like, did why is he wandering away from the home? <laughs> like, who let him out? Yeah. So, now we see uh, Bart drinking a glass of water, and he reveals... That it's his twelfth glass, so like the twelve days of Christmas is that what we're going with here? I'm gonna go with twelve. Well, no, that was it's the Indians. Well, no, I I'm gonna say twelve. I guess you're right. Probably like the twelve day of Christmas thing, but he yeah. didn't he didn't know why it worked. He just assumed yeah. drinking yeah. all that water will make him wake up early. Yeah. So he's like, ah, my no, my twelfth glass of water, so I can wake up nice and early, so I can get a big head start on opening presents. He's like. This was pure genius. And then Lisa butts in and she's like, you didn't invent that. The Indians used to drink water to wake up early for their attacks. And Bart's like, oh, <laughs> it's always about the Indians with you. Uh, this is the first I've heard of her talking about Indians, yeah. but yeah, I, bet uh, you, I guess she talks about Indians behind uh, when the camera's not rolling. Yeah. So now we see Bart kneeling uh, at his bed in his PJs, hands pressed together. Seemingly in prayer, he goes, Dear Santa, if you bring me lots of good stuff, I promise not to do anything bad between now and when I wake up. Amen. <laughs> when Bart opens his arm, he hits his elbow on his nightstand. And Bart's like, ow, I'll kill you. And Bart lunges for his nightstand to smash it. So now starts after he's done fighting his nightstand? Yes. Also, why would you attack your nightstand? Yeah, for, I know like, what I... It's funny. It's funny. I, I mean, we didn't necessarily, like, pray before bedtime, but I'd always no. be, like, thinking in my bed, be like, okay, just good enough. Maybe mom will get this for me. Yeah, we used to do... Uh, we used to do... Uh, which prayer was that from uh, uh, synagogue? I have no idea. I forget what it's called, but every once in a while we would do that prayer. Like, like when mom and dad tucked us in, she would do that prayer, at least with me. I don't remember the name. I of don't it. think I don't remember that. Um, but yeah, we never, uh, but I do remember every once in a while as a kid, I'm like, I'd be like, okay, I've been good. Let something good happen to me. That's right. Um, and so. Now we see uh, Bart is sleeping, and we uh, see a faucet in the bathroom is dripping, and then the camera goes to the empty kitchen, 
and we see Bart's 12 empty glasses of water sitting on the table. So now nope. they cleaned up the glasses. Nope. There's left there. Well, everyone, I think, oh, maybe Marge and Homer already went to, oh, maybe they didn't go to bed. I don't know what they were up to, yeah. but they're probably, I'll ah, we'll leave it for tomorrow. Yeah. And Bart eventually dreams of falling out of the dripping faucet, because I'm guessing his subconscious heard it. Yeah. And he went down the drain. And I love, this is like, I forgot it was this episode, but this is definitely yeah. one of my favorite uh, Bart dream sequences. And he comes out of the drain on a raft, and an elephant can be seen using water to wash himself off, and a sprinkler running. And then we get a thunderstorm. And firemen who can't control their running hoses. <laughs> and uh, and then Bart, Bart cha- pa- passes a cheering section. And they're like, go, go, go. We're number one. <laughs> Give me a P. P. Go, go, go. P, P, P. <laughs> and then we see Bart wake up. He's like, oh, I can't go to the bathroom. You know, I don't. Now I've woken up having to go to the bathroom, but I yes. don't think it's ever been, well, you know, that's, that might not actually be true. I can't remember my dreams, but I think I've had a few where it's like, I have to go to the bathroom in my dream. Yep. And then I wake up, go to the bathroom, but it's never been like subliminal. Like even no. in real life, even in real life, like everyone's like, Oh, just turn on running water or think of this and do this. And you'll have to go to the bathroom. Like the, the best example I can always say is like, People that have to give like a urine test at like the doctor, like, oh, think of this or run water and you'll go. I'm like, I don't think any of that's ever worked on me. No, that, and that's not really how that works. Like, I remember uh, when I was working in Madison, I got uh, called in to do a a surprise uh, urine test. So they sent me to the, 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 the place to take it. Well, the problem was. I went to the bathroom before going to work and not knowing I had a surprise urine test to take. (laughs) And so they're like, so I go there and I'm like, I'm like, Hey, I went to the bathroom already. I don't know if this is going to work. And they're like, well, just drink lots of water and we'll come get you in like 10 minutes. And I'm like, so I dialed a bunch of water and I was able to give them enough of a urine sample to, and that's not the first time too. Like I had to take, uh, a urine test for a background check for my current job and I went to the bathroom and then I realized oh shit I have to go take a urine test so I went in told them what happened and they're like okay go home come back in an hour so I went I came home drank a huge mug of water while I was actually watching the Simpsons I was like oh I have to go to the bathroom so then I left and went to take my test so the whole oh think of all these things no, no that's not how that ha- that works yeah unless you so, already have to pee yeah and so Bart checks his watch to see that it's five oh four a.m. yep I, I work like a charm yep <laughs> uh and then but then when he like goes to walk out of his bedroom to go to the bathroom he's like holy fuck I gotta pee <laughs> yeah like and I've been in that I've been mostly on road trips I'll get in that situation yep. like yep. I'll be like okay. I gotta go. Where's the next fucking exit? Yeah. Um, so Bart uses the bathroom, walks out and sighs. Oh, how sweet it is. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, Bart Bart checks to make sure no one else is awake. And he starts, like, going through his presents. He's like, he's ready to go. 
Yeah. And he opens up an envelope with a knife. I I thought maybe he was going to be like all secretive about things to no. maybe open it, see what he got, and then repackage it and then be surprised when he actually does it. But no, no he just grabs the knife, slits it open, and he gets cash from Selma. I mean, yeah, look, it looked like a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but to a 10-year-old, maybe a dollar's good. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, your other relatives typically do gift cards and cash, like the, yeah. the relatives you don't see all too often. Yeah, but I'm sure they see Solomon and Patty a decent amount. Yeah, but they're cheap. Well, not really cheap. They just don't want to put any thought and effort into it. That's fair. And then Bart's, uh, Bart spots a present for him and says from Bart or to Bart from Santa. Yep. And he starts opening it and sees he got like he like he's daintily opening it. Like yes. he wasn't real like he wasn't really gonna play with it. Like he's like, oh I'm just gonna see what I got and then I'll open it with the family. But yeah. no, he got the Inferno Buster three thousand, a remote controlled fire truck. I mean that thing is fucking awesome. I think I would have liked that as a kid. Yeah. And you know, Bart knew Santa wouldn't have uh, had time to check that list twice. So, at 10 years old, I'm a little surprised Bart still believes in Santa. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I we never like, we never had a deal with it, so I don't I don't yeah. know what the correct age is. Well, I would say, well, 10 years old is fifth grade. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. I guess I'll have to keep an eye on Elliot. Oh, Elliot really doesn't believe in Santa. He knows the gifts come from us, and that's more or less because of Hanukkah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like... Like Hanukkah doesn't have a uh, magical figure that brings yeah. presents. Yeah. It's the parents. And... Uh, I, would, I would say any any of our listeners, uh, if you celebrated Christmas, when did you realize Santa wasn't real? Because I feel like the the couple of friends I had in our neighborhood, they they knew by fifth grade, maybe even fourth grade, that Santa Claus was not real. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like, know. I'm glad. I I'm just say, glad I don't have to break the news to Elliot. I know. Like, like that's I, the best part. Like, I'm glad. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would say for us, you know, the Tooth Fairy. I, yeah, I'm Tooth Fairy sure, was big for us. Yeah. Like, I think I believed in the Tooth Fairy until about like third or fourth grade. Yeah. I think by I think by the time I was ten, I realized uh, our parents were giving us money. Although yeah. I will say I. I, I don't know, like, we must have been super heavy sleepers as kids, because I don't ever recall our parents slipping money under our pillow to take the tooth. Well, yeah, that's like, that's that's how the tooth fairy operates. I mean, our parents, that's how our parents operate. <laughs> I they think, till... I, and honestly, I think the, 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 the year I, re- or the, the, the time I realized the tooth fairy wasn't real was the, the year they fucked up in trying to slip out the tooth for cash. Because I do think I remember feeling it, yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's that's that's mom or dad doing it. Like, but I'll play along. Yeah. So, uh, so Bart uh, uses his new toy and runs over the manger scene, <laughs> sitting on the floor. Why is that sitting on the floor and not on the mantle? I don't know. And Bart is able to squirt water out of the fire truck. That's cool. Like, yeah, that, that's an awesome fire truck. And it but, lands did, on... but did he, so did he fill the fire truck with water? Cause I don't think it already came with water. No, I'm assuming, I mean, I'm sure there's like a gap. Like I'm sure he read the instructions. Yeah. He had to get it unboxed and he had to do, I mean, you just can't go play with it right away. Yeah. 
and uh, it lands on the socket, uh, the plug in it with all the sockets, which causes sparks, electricity and water don't mix, yeah. causing the fire truck to start on fire. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. What do you do when a fire truck starts on fire? Gotta get uh, a fire truck. Pray to God. <laughs> yeah. And then Bart accidentally drives the fire truck into the plastic tree, and that starts on fire. And then this is the best part. Like, I, I'm i telling you, I, I would love to do this. Like, I think our sink was close enough once to, like, the fire, like a fire that started on the stove that I was able to was oh. close enough. But he runs into the kitchen, grabs the faucet hose, and apparently it's long <laughs> enough to bring it into the, the living room. Yeah. But it doesn't have enough water pressure to actually reach the tree, which is not true of of all the the hoses that I've ever it's used. Poss- in- Here's the thing: it's possible um, that Bart didn't turn the faucet on the all the way to like full, like he just Maybe. turned it on, like just turned the knob once, and he's like, "Oh, that'll be good." Because Maybe. if you don't if you don't turn it on like full blast, yeah, you're not gonna get a good water pressure. Yeah, but all the hoses I've ever seen are are full pressure, no matter how much you turn it, because it's That's pressurized. True. Like it's pressurized. But yeah. but I love I love the fact that it's long enough to reach the living yeah. room, which clearly they they basically make it out of the sink. Like that's about as far as they go. It's like just yeah. out of the just out of the sink. Yep. And uh, he's like, "That Bart asked, who designed this house? It's not even the house. It's who designed this kitchen faucet." Yeah, and then Bart watches the tree as all the presents, you know, I don't think they burn, but they kind of melt into the liquefied tree. Yeah. And then we see Lisa's yellow sweater disappear into the the ether, into the 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 plastic tree. And then Maggie's toy moves as it goes into the tree. (laughs) They're losing everything. Yeah. And then, then Marge, Marge wakes up. Um, to try, you know, and then tries to wake up Homer. Like she heard a noise, like Homer heard a noise. And then I love how Homer like makes a, like, it's almost like the mooing sound. Like March heard yeah. the mooing and Homer yeah. makes a sort of mooing noise as yeah. he like rolls over and falls back asleep. And then Homer tells March, knock it off. <laughs> and, uh, she's like, all right, I guess I didn't yeah. hear anything. I guess I'm back yeah. to sleep. And then Bart takes the melted tree and the presents that are inside the melted tree outside to bury the evidence in the snow. I mean, he's scared. Look, anyone who's ever committed a crime always gets like, I would say unknowingly commits a crime. But not know, like there's always like in the movies, like someone stabs someone like, even though if it was in self-defense, doesn't matter. Like if it was an accident or whatever. The first instinct is to cover it up. It's never, oh, maybe I'll call the police and tell them what happened. No, the first, the first instinct is always bury the evidence, get rid of it. Yeah. And then Bart's like, snow covers all year white snow. (laughs) Not that, you know, not that, you know, in a couple months or three, four months, it would melt and all the evidence would be, you know, visible anyway. But then though, like, had they never discovered the tree and like, like it'd be a really funny, like flash forward or even yeah. like four episodes. Like they do a couple snow episodes yeah. and like springtime rolls around and all the snow melts and all of a sudden the tree shows up and yeah. everyone's like, what? 
the fuck did you do? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe by that time, maybe Bart would have some time to, like, rehide the evidence. Yeah, maybe. But Bart finishes covering up his mess, checks his watch, and sees that it's 7.01. I need to get back to bed. Seven, but remember, Marge said everybody's up at 7 a.m. Yep. So Bart tries to sneak back into the house. Unfortunately for him, the rest of the Simpsons have already discovered that the tree and presents are missing. Yep. And Homer's freaks out. He's like, where's Christmas? So, where's, where's Christmas? <laughs> where's, what's going on? And Lisa, you know, sees Bart and she's like, Bart, what were you doing outside? And so Bart, you know, kind of stands there for a moment, trying to figure out what to say to his family. And uh, he kind of looks at all of them, and they have, like, these sad faces. And he's like, he lies. He goes, we were robbed. Because he didn't want to, like, make everybody sadder and get in trouble. Yep. No, he just, he's like, he, that's, that's it. it. It was just... All right, how do I how do I just throw this under the rug and yeah. get it over and, with? And Bart's like, a burglar took all of our stuff, including the tree. Um, I'm pretty sure that covers under all of the stuff. Yes. <laughs> and Bart It cries. was the Grinch. It was the Grinch. Bart is a sociopath. Yep. Um, and so Marge asks if they were robbed, and Bart's like, uh-huh. Like, crying and, you know, agreeing. And so Marge's like, I can't believe it. And Bart's like, I know. And Homer's like, can we skip church? <laughs> yes, yes, you can, Homer. Uh, and so Eddie and Lou tape up the quote-unquote crime scene as Wiggum talks to Bart. Um, oh, I did not notice there were three cop cars outside. Yeah, I yeah, I thought that was really weird. I'm like, okay, I get maybe two because yeah. Lou and Eddie, no one, no cops ever sit in the back of a squad car. But Correct. like, I feel like Wiggum would take his own car, and yeah. Lou and Eddie usually roll together. Yeah, but yeah, unless there, was, there were unless there were other cops outside, that's possible. But I didn't see. I mean, I guess I didn't see any. But I get there's three cops and then three cop cars. But typically, Eddie and Lou roll together. Yeah, I I mean, there's it's possible they could have had a couple more cops there that we didn't see. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, Wiggum's like, now, um, what did this uh Christmas thief look like? Where it's like, well, he had a glass eye, a wooden leg, um, uh, big scar on his cheek. Wiggum's like, anything unusual? Like How those, those things. Not- <laughs> How are those other things not unusual? Bart's like, uh, hooks for hands. Um, oh, oh, he was wearing a striped convict shirt, and he was carrying a big sack with a dollar sign on it. <laughs> and Lou goes, classic burglar. Yep, what are so we if... What's that? What, what are we in a cartoon of a cartoon? <laughs> yep. Now, now, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, Lou uh, is wearing a Christmas tie, uh, Christmas tree tie. Yep. And Eddie is wearing a Santa hat. Yeah, well, it's Christmas time. They're being festive. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Wiggum tells the Simpsons to cheer up because they'll catch the burglar. And Eddie's like, uh, Chief, like, you know, don't make that promise. He's like, 
Wake up as they're walking out. Yeah, you can't rule it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I think we can. Because you're terrible cops. And so the cops leave and Homer's like, well, there's no easy way to say it, kid. God hates us. Yeah. Or it's like, hey, since when is Christmas just about the presents? Aren't we forgetting the true meaning of this day? The birth of Santa? Oh, uh, <laughs> is that like everyone would be like, oh, it's the birth of Jesus, which that isn't even true it's either. True. Nope. He was uh, most scholars put the birth of Jesus uh, between July and September. Yeah. So uh, I agree with Bart. It's the birth of Santa. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Well, I mean, it is the winter solstice, and I believe there is like a Santa Claus type figure in the winter solstice, like celebration with the pagans. I'm not not up on that. I'm I'm not not up on that. So uh, Marge agrees with Bart and says Christmas should be the one day that shouldn't be about material things. Tell that to America. Um, and uh, Lisa suggests they go over to Grandpa's place and cheering up the old folks because that'll make them feel better. And Homer says, okay, but the old folks will, uh, will have to be pretty damn miserable to make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the Simpsons you know, go outside to walk to the retirement home. I feel like they're walking in the wrong direction, but I, I have no idea. And uh, the Simpsons walk past the Flanders house and they see Rod and Todd on a pony and Ned riding a unicycle. Why? Okay. Why Why do Rod and Todd have a pony? Because they wanted a pony. I, I did. They already did a pony thing with Lisa. Yeah, but Rod and Todd wanted a pony. But wouldn't they be scared of it? They're scared of everything. They're scared probably. of a moth. They They're scared of a moth. Probably. Uh, so Maude waves at the Simpsons. And Marge is like, well, it looks like the Flanders are having a nice Christmas. <laughs> and Homer is like, okay, kids, pretend we have new cross-country skis. That'll show the Flanders. And so they all pretend to have cross-country skis. The funny thing is, they passed by on the driveway, like, sliding. The Flanders can clearly see they don't have anything on their feet. Yep. No, no, no. We can clearly see their shoes. <laughs> yeah. And so... Uh, once the, once they pass by the Flanders, they start walking normally again, because yep. they're sad. And also, that's going to be hard on the legs to pretend to do that. Yeah. So, the Hibberts, uh, drive up on the Simpsons in new sno- on new snowmobiles, and Dr. Hibbert's like, oh, Merry Christmas! And they kind of, like, drive around the Simpsons and then drive off. And Homer, you know, he's like, that's not as fun as it looks. At least, like, <laughs> nothing could be as fun as that looks. <laughs> I that love snowmobiling. Fun. It's I've fun. Never been, I've never been snowmobiling. Yeah, I got to do it finally. It was it was a good time. Yeah. And then Millhouse runs up holding a, Chris, a crusty doll. And Millhouse is like, hey, look what I got, Bart. A tickle me crusty. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the crusty doll laughs. Hey, kid, get your finger out of there. <laughs> The Tickle Me Elmo was what, 96? Um, I don't know. Let me see. I'm looking it up right now. 1996, yes. Ah, I was right. With um, a supply of 40,000 units. That's not a lot of units. No. I mean, it was a hot item. But then after after that Christmas... Uh, the company ordered another 600,000 
<laughs> more <Yeah>. dolls. <laughs> um, a lot, yeah, of, so, a lot of tickle uh, me almost. Yeah, that is a lot of tickle me almost. Um, so Homer hits Millhouse with a snowball. Yeah, stop telling us what you're crowd about your Christmas. Yeah, I want to know where Millhouse. I'm, I'm guessing you was at Luann's. Yeah. Right? I'd have to think that they yeah. must live pretty close to. Oh, Park. I'm sure. And, well, don't forget, uh, there's the episode where they have the walkie-talkies. Yeah. And, the, and, and so the walkie-talkies only get so much range. Yep, yeah. And so the Simpsons stop at the retirement castle, where they find the residents dancing and laughing. Homer's <laughs> <laughs> like, Homer's like, Lisa, promise they'd be miserable. What the hell's going on? Grandma's like, oh, the pharmaceutical man come by, and he shot us full of Christmas cheer. <laughs> <laughs> And Jasper's, Jasper's like, I can't feel nothing below my chin. Oh, God. Yep. And so... Here's a, okay, but if Jasper can't feel anything below his chin, wouldn't he be paralyzed? Uh, Well, he's only moving his head. Like, he's only bobbing his head. He probably... Maybe it's just stone so... Well, it's like if you're high. Like, okay, good example. I had some pretty potent weed out in California once, and I was just lying on my bed, seriously, like, neck down. Yeah. I was like a statue. Like I uh, couldn't move anything. But uh but a Charlie Brown Christmas is referenced in the scene when the senior citizens are dancing at the retirement castle. And uh, their dancing is based on the way the Peanuts characters dance during the Christmas special. Okay. So that's a pretty good tie-in. And the Simpsons walk out sad. They're like, God damn it. We yeah. came here to be happy. Christmas our Christmas is really getting ruined. Yeah. And so we see, we cut over to Mar, uh, Mar, we cut, cut over to Moe's, uh, tavern, and we see Moe put antlers on, uh, on all the rats at his bar. So he's finally come, he's finally come to, to the, okay, the rats are going to live here. I have yeah. no choice. So apparently the, the, the rat, apparently the rat spray, spray he tried to buy from Lisa the skeptic did not work. Yep. So he tried yeah, that, the rat spray didn't work. He tried a lot of things to get rid of the rats. He's content. Yep. The rats are now living at his bar. Yep. And uh, Mo pours Homer another beer, and his, Mo's like, "Eh, sounds like you're having a rough Christmas, Homer. You know what I blame this on? The breakdown of society." <laughs> and Homer's like, "Yeah, you're right, Mo. You're always Mo." <laughs> God, I use a variation drunk. of that when I'm drunk, oh. or when I, even when I'm not drunk, I use a variation of that quote. Because yeah. it's really funny. I love that line. That That's a really good line. And Barney points out to Homer that, hey, your house is on TV. And Homer's like, you take that back. <laughs> and I was like, no, Barney's right. It's like, Mo, stay out of it. And he calls Mo an old man. He's like, stay out of this old man. Boy, Homer is, Homer sloshed. Yep. He is he is having a bad Christmas. Yeah. Or now a good Christmas, I'm not sure. <laughs> and uh we get Dateline. Ken Brockman. Is that the scene of a Christmas burglary where a creature was stirring last night? And what he was stirring was up trouble. Oh, <laughs> how did this I I want to know how this got to Kent. It's a burglary. No, I don't. I, I get that, but not, a home burglary typically doesn't make the news. Like a single home burglary, 
In a small town? You bet you it does. Think so? Oh, yeah. All right. I mean... Oh, yeah. But, so you think Wiggum, like, released it to the press? Yeah, there's a press release. Dude, here's the thing. Any crime that is committed, there is always a press release. Oh. Good to know. Might not be a big press release, but there's usually a press... Like, for this, like, it's a home burglary, they were robbed. Yeah, there would probably be a press release about this, and the local news would probably cover it. All right. Thank you, Mr. TV Man. You're welcome. And so Kent interviews Marge and asks if her husband or lover is there. (laughs) Fair enough. And Marge says no, and Homer's at uh, church. Yeah, the Church of Beer. The Church of Beer, yes. And Homer says, that's my girl. I love you, Marjorie. (laughs) (laughs) And (sighs) Bo says, Marge is quite the gal. Bo, shut up. (laughs) Boy, Homer Homer is having a fit with Barney and Bo. Well, he's drunk. Yeah. And he's angry. Yep. And uh, Ken asks Marge uh, when she knew Christmas was ruined. (laughs) And how did you feel? And Mars like, how do you think I felt? Absolutely devastated. No, no, Ken answers for her. Oh, right, 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 right. He's like, yeah, Mars like, how do you, how do you think I feel? Ken's like, absolutely devastated. And Ken like turns to the cameras, like he repeats, absolutely devastated. Words of a heartbroken mother. But she never said them. I mean, she so, probably felt it, but yeah. And Marge kind of had that look on her face, like. <laughs> Why are you speaking for me? Yeah. Don't speak for me. And Ken says, there'll be no fire truck for little Bart. And no sweater for little Lisa. And no Cajun sausage for little Homer. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm guessing Marge probably told Kent all the presents that were missing. Or is that a police report thing in the police report as well? That might be in the police report, because if you have stuff stolen, you usually have to, like, itemize everything that was taken. Yep, yep, that makes sense. And we see Homer making a sobbing noise, because he, uh, he really wants sausage. He wants the sausages. Yeah. And so Kent tries to impart his disgust to his viewing audience. It's like, so, while you're home today, eating your sweet, sweet holiday turkey, I hope you all choke. Just a little bit. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I thought most people eat ham on thing on Christmas. Yeah. Or goose. I don't know. Christmas goose? Or is that more of a <laughs> uh Scrooge thing? I think that's more of a Scrooge thing. Alright. And so finally Homer finally goes home and sees his doormat that says seasons <laughs> greetings and calls it a lousy doormat. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so now we get a movie moment. Uh, Marge greets Homer at the door and tells him he won't believe what has happened. It's a miracle. And uh, this is uh, based on uh, uh, the... um, It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life, yeah. And so it's a miracle was also used by Maude Flanders uh, speaking to Ned when uh, when Flanders failed. So all the people came over to the The Flanders house, you know, or to the shop. Yeah, so she's like, it's a miracle. And yeah. the, the line and subsequent scene of the town coming together to help the Simpsons reminiscent of It's a Wonderful Life. So, 
Yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, Marge drags Homer inside and says he doesn't want to hear any more about the silver polish. (laughs) He thinks that's the miracle that Marge is talking about. Yes. And uh, Marge and Homer go into the family room where the whole town is there and they cheer for the Simpsons. And I like Lisa starts playing Hark the Herald Angels Sing on the Piano. And It's a Wonderful Life is further spoofed when Homer tells Lisa to stop playing the piano which parodies a similar scene involving George Bailey in It's a Wonderful uh, Life. Yeah. Yeah, they're pulling they're pulling some uh some Christmas references out of Christmas yeah. movies for this one. Yep. And uh Marge explains that people saw their story on the news and they opened their hearts to them. Yeah. And that you know that happens more than you would think. Yeah. I just I don't know. Like I'm not that sob story type of guy like when I hear yeah. that I'm like yeah, I'll, t- I mean, I'll tell you this much. Um, in the past couple of years that I've worked at my current station, we've ran a few like, oh, this person needs like a kidney transplant or a liver transplant. There was this kid who has sleep problems and they bought like her, like people donated enough money so they could buy this special bed for her. And so like, well, we might not be the type to go. They show this story and be like, hey, we'd really like it if you donated. There are a ton of people that are like, oh, this sucks. I'm going to give some money. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind doing like the Toys for Tots thing that I did uh, yeah. last week, but overall, it's like, eh, like, <laughs> all right, I get it. Like the GoFundMe pages stuff, like, like I yeah. get why people do it, but it's like, you always hate being pressured. In it. My dog's sick. I need money. I'm like, yeah, I have a dog too. I get it, but that's the. That's the one thing that usually upsets me when I go to like a store, like I know Hot Topic and Box Lunch do this. And I know there's been a few times when I've gone to like a grocery store where they're like, oh, would you like to donate to the poor? And I really want to be like, listen here, I am the poor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're buying expensive stuff at Hot Topic. So they're like, oh, you obviously have money. Yeah, I have. I have the money saved up to buy this. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. Yeah. And so, uh, um, you know, yep. So the sea captain says that they gave what they could and the sea captain gave him a fish. I don't think they need food. food. No, I think what they were kind of hoping for was just to get enough money to, you know, buy back the presents in Christmas. Yeah. But they, the town of Springfield really went you know, above and beyond for yeah. the, the the town or the Simpsons. And Homer, you know, is about to say this really you restores skipped. your faith in humanity. No, you skipped oh, something. Sorry. So uh, after the sea captain gives them a fish, we see Mr. Burns walking up to make a donation. And uh, he's like, uh, does anyone have a change for a button? <laughs> sure, what? Mr. Burns. Sure. <laughs> People here, don't use here. buttons to pay for things anymore, Mr. Burns. <laughs> or ever. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe way back in the day. Maybe. Um, and uh, so Homer is about to say that this really restores your faith in humanity, but stops to yell at Lisa and ask her to practice that stupid song later. And he's <laughs> like, I apologize. Yeah. And uh, so Ned, Ned comes in with his Christmas tree and says, uh, here in some no good beatnik stole the Simpsons tree 
It gives the Simpsons the top of Flanders' 30-footer. How did he get a 30-footer into his house? Yeah, most ceilings are 8 to 9 feet. So, and he like, doesn't have, like, a huge entranceway that would, like, you'd have to have, like, a three-story house with a large entranceway. Oh, yeah. To do a 30-foot tree. And I've seen, like, I've seen them. Don't get me wrong. I've seen houses that do that. Like, I have a friend who has, like, I don't know what the type of ceiling is called, but they come at, like, a vaulted? V-shape. Yeah, it's vaulted. vaulted. Uh, that's what I thought. I couldn't. And I don't, I don't even know if those are thirty feet high. Well, no. They, so you'd have to. So to to the height of a story in a house is yeah. ten feet. Yeah. So if it's a two story house like my house, it's twenty feet. Yeah. So you'd have to have a three story house uh, to put in a thirty foot. Well, tree. his his house is technically a, a split level. Like, I mean, there is a downstairs and an upstairs, but it's like four steps up and four steps down. So it's like oh. it's almost like a ranch house, but not. You know, it's split level. So, but their ceilings are pretty tall. But I don't know if they're thirty feet tall. No, probably probably not. Maybe twenty five max. So so, but but uh, Ned now has half a tree. So if you cut off the tip of the tree, the top yeah. tip of the tree, now your tree's not pointed anymore. It's like, yeah, flat. he gave him the pointy end. <laughs> like, and it fit in the Simpsons house. So you assume if he gave him 10, 10 feet, now he has a 20 footer in his house. But like, even that one fit in his house. Yeah. Um, nope. No, it would not. And so uh, Homer, thanks, Ned. But I love it. He walks away. He's like, oh, thanks, Ted. Yeah. Calls him Ted. Um, all right. So well, Flanders uh, moved out. He doesn't know his name anymore. Yeah. No, but they moved, moved back out and they moved back. So Yeah. Uh so Bart sits on the stairs when Lisa comes over with two orphans. Uh <laughs> the boy is Patches and the girl is poor Violet. Not just Violet, <laughs> poor Violet. I'm assuming people are less like, oh, poor Violet. Poor Violet. And she's, yeah. And she's like, that's oh, that's my name. Uh yep. and Bart's like, oh boy, I don't like where this is going. Because they're orphans, yep. and you know, you know when they're they're going to be like, oh, we want to give you something. And Patches tells Bart that Bart's story made everyone at the orphanage sad. <laughs> oh um, my god! I think if I was an orphan, I would feel bad for the Simpsons, but I wouldn't feel that bad for them. No, but like not at least at they have a goddamn house. Yep. Um, and Patches and Poor Violet give Bart a dollar that they were saving. Bart's like, oh, I don't deserve this. And he's right. He doesn't deserve it. Nope. And Mo, Mo uh, jumps up and he's like, all right, everyone listen up. The Simpsons are my best, fr- are, are the best friends I've ever had. He's like, <laughs> so I'm giving them the tip jar from the bar. Uh, and the tip jar is the March of Dimes jar. Which is good that Homer's giving the, or Mo's giving the Homer the March of Dimes. Because isn't it like the March of Dimes not like, the best charity to donate to at least I anymore thought of, i thought march of dimes was for babies i don't know but i thought i recently heard something maybe it was a few years ago that march of dimes like it's kind of like the salvation army they don't use the money for what they say they're using it for. no um uh it's so march of dimes is a united states nonprofit organization that works to improve the health of mothers and their babies um it was originally founded by President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in 1938 as the National Foundation for Infantile Paralysis 
to combat polio. Oh. I, 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 um, cause my buddy's wife went through March of Dimes cause they had issues cause she almost died in childbirth and their kids spent a good amount of time in the NICU and the March of Dimes helped them out. So yep, I was right. The March of Dimes has been involved in several uh, uh, scandals, including funding scientific causes. March of Dimes canceled $3 million in research grants to scientists. Um, yeah, this was back in 2017. So yeah, I was right. It was like they were funding grants for just research, like nothing. What's the problem uh, with funding research? Uh, I don't know. Apparently some of the experiments included sewing the eyelids of newborn kittens shut. Oh, okay. Inject, injecting <laughs> pregnant animals with cocaine, nicotine, and alcohol. Oh, that just sounds like a fun time. Yep, and uh, yeah, tethering <laughs> pregnant monkeys to cages with cables running through their uteruses and into oh. their fetuses' bodies. So oh. yeah, I that's what I thought. I knew it was a few years ago or something like this, but at this point, six years ago. But I knew there was something with March of Dimes and like some sort of scandals going on, and people oh. are like, no, donate, don't 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 donate to them anymore. Okay, well that's good to know. So I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm okay with Mo giving uh, the March yeah. of Dimes jar to Homer. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, you know, you said this is like, you know, six, seven years ago. Yeah. Were they that bad in the, the late 90s? I mean, if they were doing this shit six years ago, who knows? Uh, who knows what they were doing early on? Yeah. Well, people do cheer for Mo. So yep. maybe, maybe, maybe March of Dimes is not great back then either. And so Apu counts up all the money donated and he's like, oh, there's over $15,000 there. And Krusty's like, 15,000 Missoulians? Holy schlamola. What are you going to do with all that complaint? Yeah, so the 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 <laughs> is, 15 thousand drunk? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> no, but Krusty is saying the 15,000 Missoulians is in reference to Ron Haig having lived in Missoula, Montana. Who's Ron Haig? Uh the writer for this episode. Oh, gotcha. So, That's... apparently in Missoula, <laughs> Montana, they call money yeah. Missoulians. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> um, so uh, Marsh tells Krusty, uh, well, if you mean the money, well, uh, <laughs> we'll just replace the items the burglar took. And Edna butts in. She's like, boring. You need nope. to spend it on something fun. She's like, go wild. Am I right? Am I right, Seymour? And Skinner's like, yes, something wild. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. No, he doesn't. He's no. like, you know what? We just donated all this money to the Simpsons. You, we've seen Homer do stupid shit in the past. Why are we giving yeah. these guys money? Yeah, I, I'm surprised. Like, I, I feel like Marge would have like, well, we only need enough to replace all the presents. We'll just donate the rest of it to a good cause. You know, that would have actually, you know, that would have probably helped the Simpsons in the end. Had yeah. they just taken enough money to do what they needed. Yeah. And so everyone tells the Simpsons to enjoy the money. And Sideshell Mel's like, you only live once. And Apu's like, speak for yourself, because he's hidden. And they believe in reincarnation. That's great. I That's like it. That was uh, good. So Homer grabs a lot of the cash and tells the family that they should go buy some happiness. And everyone cheers. And so Bart walks past the orphans, and Violet's like, God bless you, Bart Simpson. She's like, oh I kiss you. But the doctor says I'm sick, and then she coughs. Yeah. And now Bart looks guilty, because, you know, yep. 
He he knows what's going on. So we go to Cliff's Car Chalet. Homer sits in a new car with 12,000 written on the windshield, and he holds oh, up God. a lot of cash to the salesman. And he's oh. like, is this car $15,000? And the salesman discreetly <laughs> rubs the 12,000 off the oh, windshield. It is now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and because of your loss, folks, I'll throw in the undercoating for 200 no, 490 bucks. And Homer's like, what a deal. I'd be a sucker not to get it. And Bart's like, I don't know about this, Dad. Shouldn't we give the money to charity or something? Ow! Because <laughs> the, the salesman hit, hit something. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I jabbed you with my pen. Ow, you're still doing it. Yeah, I know. The salesman really... But, like, I mean, they do need a new car. Homer's pink sedan, as we've seen, is a piece of crap. Well, and it's got like, the heater's bad on it. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, they definitely need a new car. But yeah. uh, I love the, I love the salesman. He's like, it is now. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Homer's such an idiot. Yes, he is. So we see the Simpsons driving in their new car singing, here comes Santa Claus. Uh, Bart isn't singing because, you know, he's probably depressed and guilty and doesn't feel like he's in the Christmas spirit because of what he did. Yep. And as they're singing, Homer sings, Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh, which are not the words to Here Comes Santa Claus, is the words to Jingle Bells. Homer doesn't know the words to Here Comes Santa Claus, so he decided to sing something else. Oh, my God. That's great, though. Because, like, if you don't listen closely, you can't hear it. Yeah. Um, So Bart's like, is this Christmas ever going to end? He just wants this to be over. But technically it ended already. Christmas, unless, what is this, the day after Christmas? Two days after Christmas? When When yeah. is this happening? Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, as we'll see in a few minutes, Lisa's in school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know the time so frame. So winter break has to be way over at this point. Yeah. Um. So Homer honks uh, his horn at, a, at the snowplow in front of him. And the snowplow that is in front of Homer is Barney, the Plow King. So Barney kept his job. Yeah. Doing plowing in the winter. Yeah. And well, Homer, Homer's out of the game. So Barney's like, all right, I'll be the sole, sole snowplower of Springfield. Dude, you can make some good money being a snowplow driver. If it snows. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Homer passes him by. He's like, out of my way, you slowpoke. No, he says snowpoke. Are you sure? I watched it three times. Did you watch it with closed captioning? I don't know how to turn. I keep forgetting how to turn on stupid subtitles on Disney Plus. It's but not I that hard. It. You use the arrow. You arrow down. There's a little settings bar. Oh. But either way, I watched it three times and listened three times. He says Snowpoke. I'll take your word for it, but I don't know if I think you're right. Oh, wait. I got. I know how to do it. Yep, you he does looking? say snowpoke. Did you find it on YouTube? Nope, Frankniak. They always, they always put. They literally Frankniak's the best. You could type in any quote or yeah. the beginning of any quote or anything, and it always has all the stuff on there. He does say "out of my way, snowpoke." Oh, weird. No, he's driving uh-huh. a snowplow. He's a snowpoke. I don't know what that means. 
is a slope. <laughs> it's a play on words. It's a dump play on words. That's what it means. It's a play on words. It's funny. I like it. Homer's funny. Sometimes. And so Marge tells Homer to slow down. And Homer says, don't worry. I know. I know what I'm doing. Where right does he start sliding on the road? <laughs> Yeah, speeding on uh, snowy roads, especially, like, if there's a plow in front of you, look, the plow might be slow, but it's probably safer to drive behind a snowplow and drive slow than it is being in a hurry and driving past it where the roads are unplowed. Yeah. And so, you know, Marge tells Homer to tap the brakes, and Lisa's like, no, steer into the skid. And Marge says, away from the skid. (laughs) No, you're supposed to steer into the skid and tap your brakes. Yes, that's correct. To slow yourself down. And uh, Homer tells him, speak one at a time. He's like, Lisa, uh, what do I do? Bail out! (laughs) And so the car skids through a fence and stops on some ice. And Mars like, that was close. Then the car falls through the ice and blows up. I don't think it would do that. But Uh, funny funny gag. And I like how we see uh, debris falling around the Simpsons, and then one of the pieces of quote-unquote debris is a fish, and it <laughs> smacks Homer right in the face. <laughs> and Homer says, I knew this would happen. Yeah, because they can't have a good Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It, the, it, when it rains, it pours. Yeah. And it's just going to keep, bad luck is just going to keep following them until Bart tells the truth. Yeah. And Bart's like, at least the burglar's having a Merry Christmas. <laughs> and Bart looks sad. Yeah. And uh, Bart, so we... Bart, Bart is not having a Merry Christmas because he is the burglar. Exactly. And, uh, you know, Bart is uh, sitting where the tree used to be and the presents. And Marcy is Bart and says, uh, you're up early. Says, eh, I couldn't sleep. And Bart's like, well, what's wrong? Bart, Bart finally does the right thing. Yeah. Finally does the right thing. He confesses, says there was no burglar. <laughs> And the family is shocked. And Bar says, what, what does that mean? Like, what, what do you mean yeah, there's no confused. burglar? They're all confused. Yeah. And Bar confesses that he accidentally burned up the tree and the presents. And Bar says he's really sorry. So, I mean, you, you said he's a psychopath, which yes. he is. But at least he has, like, I don't think he could be considered a psychopath if you actually do have empathy and, yes. like, like, can realize what you did and apologize and feel bad. Yes. Um, and uh, Lisa says, why you little and strangles Bart? Cause now she's pissed. Yeah. This is the like, first time Lisa strangles Bart. Yep. And Homer tells Lisa, no, your hands are too weak. And then Homer <laughs> starts strangling Bart. <laughs> and then Maggie attacks Bart and, you know, Bart tries to break, break up the fight. And Lisa wants to uh, kill Bart and, but not before Homer. <laughs> they're they're all, Bart Bart really uh screwed the pooch on this one. Yeah. But but he came clean. Yeah. And then we see the doorbell rings and they all stop and see Kent and a camera guy <laughs> outside. They're like and then they smile. They're like, "Oh. All right. We're okay. We're happy. Happy family. Happy family." And uh Kent says I'm there to do a follow-up of Springfield's favorite hard luck family. <laughs> yeah, usually, usually, um, if something like donations happen, there might be a follow-up. 
Well, yeah, to see how everything's going, right? Like, especially if it's like a medical donation, they'll want to make sure the person that got that donation is doing good. Yeah, usually, though, in this instance, a reporter wouldn't, like, go and, like, do a live on camera like this. It would probably, like, the reporter would probably either call or meet, I mean, they might meet him in person and go, you know... Oh hey, how is everything going? And especially on TV, you might do like a like a, a video, uh, a voiceover, and a, a soundbite. But like, sure. and you like, wouldn't show you up d- unannounced either. You no, you wouldn't show up unannounced either. You call me like, oh, what's a good time? We could come over and talk. Yeah, exactly. now it is. It is slightly possible that Kent called ahead and be like, hey, and they forgot because they were fighting. But this is Springfield. So I'm not going to give Kent that benefit of the doubt, and I'm just going to say he showed up unannounced. Yep. And so Kent asks the Simpsons if they have any words for the Christmas thief, if he's watching. And yes, Homer has a response to the thief. He's like, hello, jerk. We may never find you, and we should probably all stop looking. But one thing's for sure. You do exist. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... And it gets like strong words, strong, bewildering words. (laughs) Yep. And then Marge quickly adds that they want to thank the whole town for their generosity. They're basically trying to like move it, move it along. Get it, get out of here. We're done. We're happy. And then Santa's little helper, you know, we see him outside and he's chewing on something and he unburies the Christmas tree in the present. Well, he he doesn't like it's already cut. The snow is already kind of melting, and he's just t- kind of chewing on it. And then, as we see, uh, the light, like they show, the lighting equipment is actually melting the snow. Oh, I guess like, I didn't they, notice they, that. They make a point of emphasis to show the light. Oh, okay. And so gotcha. then, one of the crew members is like, "Look, it's the the tree in the presence." Yep. And then another crew member takes a shovel and pushes the mess onto the sidewalk. And it all breaks apart, which, yeah, I mean, vinyl, like hard plastic. I mean, once it's like frozen, it probably yeah. would probably would shatter. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ken notices Lisa's sweater and Homer's sausages. He's like, what the holy hell is going on here? Yeah. And so here, here's the thing. They could have continued the lie. They could have been like, like, I'll, I'll get into Homer's quote real quick, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna explain why they could have co- continued the lie. So Homer's like, "Oh, it's true. We weren't Rob. That part we made up. But the rest is true." <laughs> but here's the thing: they could be like, "That's the whole oh, story. What rest?" Yeah. Like, "Oh, we weren't Rob. Uh, the the burglar actually started things on fire." Like, I don't know. There's a better way to go about this. Um. Homer starts crying, and Bart's like, oh, he's just covering for me. And Bart confesses to the town that he destroyed the presents, buried the evidence, and acted alone. Yep. So he's trying to shield the family from blame. And Kent asks if the family never knew about what happened. And Homer's like, well, Bart did tell us about it, but after we filed that phony police report... Well, Bart literally just told him. Like, two seconds ago. Yeah, Lisa's like, and and to add, Bart told us after we spent all the townspeople money. So they didn't want it, like, like, they're trying to cover their asses. I mean, it still makes them look bad. But Bart could be like, no, 
They literally found out two seconds ago. Yep. Like, and so uh, Marge's like, uh, to Kent, ah, now you can understand why Homer disliked you uh, a moment ago. <laughs> yeah. And so the family smiles, and we cut to Mo and Barney watching it all on TV. And Mo's like, so this is all a scam? And on Christmas, Barney's like, yeah, Jesus must be spinning in his grave. <laughs> but it wasn't a scam. No, 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 because Bart, Bart lied. No yeah. one knew. The Simpsons didn't know. Yeah. And Bart and didn't so, want to take the money and like I mean it was yeah. Bart wasn't trying to scam the town. Yeah. So we see the orphans uh watching all this unfold on TVs at a TV store like they used to do where you have a bunch of TVs in the window front. Yep. And poor Violet says, Oh, we gave them our vitamin money. A dollar. <laughs> yep. Uh so okay, this part really threw me off. So the crazy old man runs this TV store. And he shoes the orphans away, calling them lousy freeloaders, and tells them to come back when they get some parents. That's all fine. But why is his voice so different? Uh, unless they didn't know they were going to bring him back and it was a different voice actor doing it. But, like, it's not even that. He doesn't even sound like an old man. He sounds like a mobster. Like, one of the mobsters. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It was really weird. Like, it just sounds like a younger man. Like, I'm wondering... If this was supposed to be a different character, and they're and they like, just and then they changed, the crazy old... and they changed it to the crazy old man, not realizing the voice didn't match. I mean, that's possible. Or like, they were like, I mean, I don't know. The animators could have been like, oh, uh, there, there was no like subtext. It was like, oh, put a shop owner in, and it just happened to be the crazy old man, and someone else voiced it. And yeah, it's like, yeah, there's definitely communication issues on this on this part, and it, yeah. Don't like it. Uh, uh, so Ken says in his long career, he has seen some pretty shabby things, <laughs> but this putrid fraud outstinks them all. It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily fraud. Uh, yeah. Like Bart at any time could have come forward like, no, 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 I did this, but he didn't. So it's all really on Bart. I mean, it finally got to it. Like it, yeah. the, the guilt finally got to him. Yeah. And so someone says, cut, and Kent turns to the Simpsons and thanks them, because the story turned out great for Kent. Well, yeah, yeah that's news reporter, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. uh That's uh, journalism gold right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we get a headline. Simpsons scam Springfield. Kind <laughs> of. Ha Sub-headline. Angry mob bulls options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are we uh, going to do? So, what they're going to do, they're going to throw tomatoes at the Simpson house. Yep. And Lisa believes uh, they're running out of tomatoes. And then a large thud is heard and Bart's like, yeah, they have plenty of pumpkins, though. Yep, Aren't Halloween just ended. They have... Well, no, no, no. They just have all their old Halloween pumpkins. Uh, I feel like by this time, they'd all be, like, mush. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so, Marge tells Homer that she's ashamed. And Homer's like, relax. This will all blow over. And then a pineapple is thrown through their window on a fishing line because the person who ever threw it through the window reels it back and then throws it through the window again, breaking even more glass. I mean, that's pretty smart. You could throw but it multiple awful. times. Well, but yeah, we could throw awful. it multiple times. But it's awful. <laughs> uh, so the Simpsons drive to Krusty Burger in the station wagon because now they're down to one car. Yep. 
And someone wrote, die. Well, no, would it. they be? Do they trade in? They didn't trade in Homer's pink station wagon. I think it's just like last episode no. where Homer just bought a car. No, I, I feel like in this instance, they would have traded in the pink sedan. I don't, but last episode, they didn't trade in any car. Yeah, but that was at an auction. I don't know. I feel like Homer just likes collecting things. No, they would have gotten rid of the pink sedan. But next episode, it's back, so... Maybe they got it back for cheap. Like, I feel <laughs> like you would have gotten rid of... If you're buying a new car, you usually get rid of the old one. Yeah, I don't know. Simpsons uh, have sentimental attachments. Okay, to be fair, in the next episode, they have all their shit back. Exactly! <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, no. I feel like he would have gotten rid of it. Anyways... Someone wrote, die on the station wagon, as well as, I kill you. Yep, so those, it's weird. Those are weird, weird ones. So, the... No, the, die wouldn't be weird. Well, maybe not die, but the keel, the, it'll, I, I'll kill you. K-E-E-L-U. Apparently, was written on a, on the, that was written on the Simpsons cars in reference to a phrase written on a wiffle ball bat that the writers had in their office. <laughs> weird. I know. That's just a really <laughs> weird one. Yeah. And the car is covered in trash. Yep. Uh, so, uh, uh, there are Hanukkah decorations on the Krusty Burger. Yeah. that was. I thought that was really cool. Obviously, Krusty is Jewish. And yeah. when they pull up to the Krusty Burger, we actually see not only Christmas decorations, but we see Hanukkah decorations on the Krusty Burger. I thought that was really cool. And the Krusty yeah. Burger sign has a uh, Santa hat on it. Yeah. Uh, so the Simpsons go into Krusty Burger and Homer's like, oh no, look at the line. Uh, and like, apparently everybody decided to choose that time to go eat. <laughs> at dinner at Krusty time. Burger. At Krusty Burger, yeah. And so uh, Moy, uh, Moy, Mo points out the Simpsons and people are like, oh, well, they're here. I don't want to be here. And they all walk out of Krusty Burger. Yep, and then someone calls them liars, and Ned says, well, there goes Christmas dinner. Isn't this a few days after Christmas? That's what I'm saying. Like, this whole thing, like, you wouldn't be having Christmas dinner at Krusty Burger a couple days after Christmas. Yeah, you'd be having Christmas dinner at home. I know, this is, like, that line was just so fucking weird. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't under, I don't under, like, this is, you can't. Tell me you're believing that this whole thing takes place all in the span of like Christmas Two Eve days. To this day. Yeah, no, this like, is can't, like you can't no. tell me that. No. And so Homer points out that now they're the head of the line. <laughs> we uh, this family could get used to being shunned. <laughs> uh. And uh, so the workers, as you see, the workers are spitting in on the food. Even they're pissed. They're pissed at the Simpsons. But are they pissed at the Simpsons? Or they or they're crusty employees and just like spitting in people's food. But I think they're doing it because the Simpsons are next in line and they're gonna eat that food. No, they're not. No? No, because there is food already out there before everyone left, so people had ordered. <laughs> so you just think the Krusty Burger employees are pissed. Or just yeah. bad employees. Assholes. They're assholes. Okay. They're spitting in All people's right. food. Uh and, uh, but no, 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 the workers point out that the Simpsons, you know, the family that everyone hates, and that, that employee has Jimbo's voice. Oh. It was really fucking weird to hear Jimbo's voice coming out of that guy. 
And then Sean says, whatever. And then they go back to spitting in people's food drinks. Yeah, that's why they didn't do it because it was the Simpsons. They did it because oh. they're teens. Oh, okay. So now they're back in school. So after the new year, winter breaks over. And Lisa's trying to get Miss Hoover's attention. And Miss Hoover tells Lisa to forget it because I'm not teaching you anything until I get my money back. <laughs> yeah, but it's not Lisa's fault. No, and how much did she donate? Like, what does she want back? Yeah. A couple bucks? Yeah. I mean, really? And then yeah. Miss Hoover ter- tells Lisa to turn her desk around and stop learning. Wow. And Lisa picks up her desk and turns it 90 degrees. But Miss Hoover's like, no, all the way around. And then Lisa's able to turn her desk all the way to face Ralph. And Ralph's like, hi, liar. <laughs> but Lisa didn't lie. None of them oh. lied except for Bart. I know. But they're t- the whole town's taking it out on the whole family. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, I don't know. And at the plant, people are in the cafeteria when Homer runs in in a hazmat suit. It tells everyone to run for their lives. This is not a drill. Yeah. And Lenny's like, yeah. Yeah, right. While we're gone, you're going to take our snacks. Just like you took our money. And then Carl's, uh, you tell him, Lenny. And then the gas comes into the room and everyone passes out. Well, they don't pass out. They just cough. Or cough. Yeah. But they're going to pass out. Homer's yeah. the only one that's going to be safe. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Marge is uh, at home. She's reading the mail now. And boy, do they get a lot of hate mail. Yeah. Marge's like, You'll all get yours in hell, you lying, thieving, <laughs> blanketing blankers. Sincerely, Mo. Ah, <laughs> uh, poor Mo. And yeah. I was like, oh, great. Now we have to send him a card. <laughs> and I was like, I know you're used to getting hate mail, but I'm not. <laughs> uh, how much did Mo even? Oh, I guess he donated. But he donated the tips from the Merchant Dimes jar. I know. It's not like well, that was like, his money. I know it was, but he wants it back. Yeah. And uh, Homer says, there's only one way out. You're going to have to give the greedy town its money back. And Lisa points out that they don't have (laughs) $15,000. And Marge says, unless. And then we cut to Marge being on Jeopardy, who has now has negative $5,200. Yeah. uh, So she's in final Jeopardy. Yeah, if you're in negatives, you're not allowed in Final Jeopardy. No, no, you're not. And I like how Alex Trebek, who voiced himself, did not point this out. Unless he yeah. just didn't realize where everything... No, he had to know where it was going. Yeah. Like, he should have he should have stepped in like, look, this is my show. Yeah. I know what's going on here. Let's, yeah. Let's get a rewrite in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Marge looks uh, sad on stage. And the Simpsons are shown uh, walking backstage all dejected. Because Marge apparently is horrible at trivia. Also, you know how much it takes to get on Jeopardy? It's not just, yeah, hey, let's go on Jeopardy. Yeah. Yep. And uh, as they're about to leave, Alex stops them. And he's like, aren't we forgetting something, Marge? You were down $5,200. Marge's like, but Mr. Trebek, I asked you before the game if you knew the rules. And you said you did. Judges? And two thugs carrying clubs step out from the shadows. He's like, run, mom. So were they expecting to get paid that money back she lost? Yeah, that's that's well, that's the joke. Yeah, I know yeah. if you if you're negative on Jeopardy, you, you don't owe them the money. You just don't get anything. either. You just don't get anything. 
Yeah. And uh, the Simpsons, you know, run away. And one of Trebek's thugs said, the Simpsons aren't getting the home version of Jeopardy. Which I think that actually used to be. A thing? Like, I'm thinking like 80s, 90s. That used to be like a giveaway gift if oh. you were on Jeopardy. Because yeah. I know the Wheel of I know Wheel of Fortune they did that. You actually okay. got the home version of Wheel of Fortune for being on Wheel of Fortune. Okay. Um, and so uh, the Simpsons drive home, and Lisa says, they better get used to being pariahs. Marge's like, there's no shame in being a pariah. And kind of. Yeah. And then the Simpsons arrive home, and Homer points out that the angry mom is showing up to their house again. <laughs> and Apu points out that the Simpsons are home. And everyone says hi, and you know, Marge says the town has forgiven them. It's a miracle. Yeah, they they have forgiven them. Maybe. And Marge says, oh, deep down, people are pretty gr- Wait. The town is taking stuff out of their house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love this. Hans Moleman is carrying an oven all by himself. Uh, the strong old uh, peanut. Isn't he 31? Exactly. <laughs> uh... So the Simpsons run into their living room and we see the shadow uh, shadows of all of where all their stuff used to be. And they do this in the style of their, their couch gag. Yep. Yeah. That's kind of funny. But where are they running in from? Wherever they run in from, from uh, the couch gags. But that's just a couch gag. I don't expect that to make sense. <laughs> uh, Wiggum walks by the Simpsons carrying stuffed animals. And one of them is, uh, the stuffed animal from uh, Life in Hell. Yep. Uh, Binky. And uh, also a monkey in a fez hat. Yeah. Um, Lenny uh, steals a burning log. Because like... they couldn't just restart the fire. Uh, yeah. And it, like, it was like hot, 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 hot. But, yeah. Uh, then we see comic book guy dumping silverware into his pants. They're looting. You're not stealing. Well, I mean, you're stealing, but... Don't have to like hide the fact that you're stealing stuff. Yeah, he could have just taken the drawer with him. I know. And then we see Alex Trebek taking canned goods. He's got to get his fifty-two hundred bucks somehow. Yeah. Uh, so now we see Krusty walking downstairs as Otto heads up, and uh, Krusty has like a handful of medicine bottles, and he tells Otto if he is headed for the medicine cabinet, uh, I've already been there. So Otto like. Makes the U-turn and heads back downstairs. Yep, he just wanted the drugs. Yep. And then we see, this is great, uh, we see a grill with uh, property of Ned Flanders on it being uh, taken away by Ned Flanders. Yep. Th- I, wonder if taking... he took any, I wonder if he took any more of his stuff. Yeah, probably. He probably is like, he's like, guys, anything that has my name on it, that's mine. Yeah. You can have everything else. And Homer's like, oh, what the hell is going on? And Mo explains to him that the town hated being mad at the family, so they decided to make things right. Stealing all this I mean, stuff. fair. I mean, who uh, doesn't love the Simpsons? They didn't want to stay mad at them. Yeah. So Apu walks out with uh, Santa's little helper in Snowball 2, and he's like, consider your debt repaid. <laughs> I don't think the dog and cat really have any value. No. Um, Skinner has a fish tank, and Edna has the TV antenna. And Skinner says, uh, and then some to follow up on a who sentence. So, so yeah, consider, so, your debt, consider your debt repaid. And Skinner continues. And so then who took some. the, who took the TV? If Skinner took know. the antenna, 
Who took the TV? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Homer and the kids uh, sit on the family room floor, and Marge says she knows this has been a stressful holiday, but in a way, have nothing reminds them. Oh, having nothing reminds them how lucky they really are. And Lisa's like, what? Uh, Marge's like, yeah, we still have each other. Isn't that the best gift of all? And Lisa points out that they would have they would have had each other anyway. Where it's like, yeah. Plus, we would have had some other stuff. <laughs> and Homer's like, maybe so. But he says there's one thing they forgot to take away from them. And then Homer holds up a washcloth. Yep. And Bart's like, hey, that's my washcloth. Homer's like, the hell it is. Yep. And so Homer, Bart, and Lisa fight over the washcloth. Marsh tells them to stop fighting. It's just a washcloth. It's like the last thing in their house. So they got to fight over yeah. something. Marsh says, besides, it's mine. Yoink! <laughs> I swear to God, the Simpsons writers just want to <laughs> insert the word yoink every chance they get. Now. Oh, yeah. And uh, then the Christmas song, uh, Bob Wills. No. Oh, well, yes and no, but. So a Christmas song, um, a Santa's on his way, sung by Bob Wills and his Texas Playboys starts playing as the credits start rolling in the background. And we see, you know, Marge is being chased around in the house, kind of silhouetted on the inside of the house. And yeah. Then it's weird. At the end of the Christmas, the song plays through the credits. But then yeah. at the end of the credits during the shush part, there's some weird jingle. I couldn't put my finger on it. It wasn't your normal do, 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 oh, do. I didn't, I didn't watch the credits all the way through. Yeah, it was weird. Like it was, I don't know if it was like a Christmas jingle or what, but they didn't use the typical ending tone during the shush part. Was it just like jingle bells jingling? No, I don't know. It was really weird. It was odd. Like I, I couldn't pinpoint what it was, but it wasn't the traditional clothing uh, closing oh. to it. So, um, as Robert uh, mentioned, this is our uh, third Christmas episode in nine seasons. I'm glad they don't do a new a new one every year. Yeah, like it's kind of nice to kind of go at a pace where they don't do a holiday episode, except for obviously Halloween, but they don't do a yeah. ho- holiday episode every year. It's a nice break. But so don't forget Halloween is non-canon. So, uh-huh. And so just make sure if you guys are new to listening to us, go back, check out Simpsons roasting on an open fire, which is the season, uh, premiere. Um, it's probably one of our most popular episodes cause it's our first one and, uh, make sure to check out Marge, not be proud. Um, so go back and listen to those episodes if you haven't already, but for this episode, I, I, this is probably my favorite Christmas episode that the Simpsons have done so far. Um, I think it's a five, uh, 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 everything's coming up Millhouse. Um, I, I love the fact, I always like the fact when Bart realizes what he's done. Um, obviously they did, they did that through in March, not be proud where Bart basically learns a lesson. Um, the townsfolk coming together, you know, saying, Oh, look, the Simpsons, you know, they're down on their luck. Let's help them out. I do like the ending. They're like, oh, I don't like, I don't want to be mad at you anymore. Well, we'll just take your stuff. We'll call, we'll call it even. Um, But yeah, I, I love the Bart uh, dream sequence. Bart dream sequence is absolutely amazing Um, to be waking up and Lisa and her damn Indians. Um, Bart's presents are good. I don't know. I, I think it's a, a spectacular episode. And the food, the, the Christmas tree cookies and the, the spear had cookies they taste absolutely fantastic and i i I, uh would like everyone to make some this year it's a it's a cookie it's a yummy ass cookie that's right 
Um, Frosting. I, I am not as high on this episode as Steve is. Uh, it's a good episode. Um, you know, I, I'm i not a big fan of the second half where the town, town finds out and, like, basically shuns the family when it was Bart's fault. I mean, I get mob mentality and it's like, oh, well, Bart ruined it. They were in on it no matter what they say. I, I understand that perspective. Uh, the Jeopardy thing was funny. I enjoyed that. Um, but like the time frame thing kind of threw me off the whole, they had the old, the crazy old man in this episode and they didn't use his voice. Um, it, that wasn't, I didn't really like that. I did love the, the car scene where they buy the car. That was, yeah, that was funny. great. Uh, <laughs> Typical car salesman. Yeah. I, it was, it was a good episode. I, I just, I don't know. There's. I don't know, maybe because it's a Christmas episode and I can't really relate to Christmas episodes all that much. Um, I, I don't know. It's, I'll, I'll say four sprinkles. It's a good episode. It's not a perfect, it's not, it's not close to as a perfect Simpsons episode as you can get. Um, uh, it's, to me, it's, it's a good episode. Not, not great. All right. So let's finish it off with our character profile. And this week, we have a couple orphans. Let's feel sorry for them. It's Patches and poor Violet. Uh, their familial status, obviously. There's the orphans. Signs of classic orphanhood. The patches on their clothing. The rings under their eyes. Their beige paler. Their larger than normal eyes. <laughs> okay. Don't all the Simpsons characters have larger than normal eyes? Yeah. <laughs> The fact that they're wearing shorts in the dead of winter. Yeah. Um, but isn't, well, I guess, yeah, Bart wears his shorts. I know. I don't know. I, I don't know if these orphans are, are true orphans, maybe. Yeah. Um, their vitamin money, one tattered dollar. All right. So I hope everyone had a happy holiday. Hope everyone had a happy new year. Um, thanks for listening to this episode. As always, be sure to check us out on all of our podcasting platforms. If you listen on Spotify, make sure to follow on there. If you're on Apple, make sure to give us a rate and review. Uh, it's always helpful uh, to get new people listening. Um, you can check us out on uh, YouTube Music. You can check us out on uh, uh, YouTube. Uh, the Simpsons did a podcast. You can watch all of our uh, episodes as videos. Uh, you can check us out on social media, Instagram, the Simpsons did it pod, same thing on threads, uh, Twitter, Simpsons did it PC. Um, if you'd like to leave us some feedback, uh, send us an email on uh, Simpsons, the Simpsons did it pod at gmail.com or even better, give us a phone call 612-584-0986 and uh, listen to our awesome voicemail message and leave us a voicemail. So until next time, I'm Steven Sklansky. And I'm Robert Sklansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.